0: Hey, it's happened to your career, episode number
1: 35.
0: Hey, so all you HTYC fans, what's up? What's up? We are going to try something a little bit different today, right? Right. We might crash and burn. We may crash and burn. But we wanted to try it. So come for the show. (laughs) (laughs) So. This is Happened to Your Career, the show that is all about helping you move to work you love. We want you to do work that fits your unique and signature strengths. We will bring you inspiration, tools, and roadmaps to help you in your journey. I'm Scott Anthony Barlow with Mark Sievercroft. Hey, so we want to set the stage a little bit and tell you a little bit about what you're going to hear today. So it is a little bit different. And you're gonna hear a few different stories from a few different people, a few different people that we respect, two different people that uh, have had a lot of success in the areas we're gonna talk about, and specifically, we're going also, to, past guess. also past guests, also past guests. Yeah, yes. good, good call, good call. Yeah, they're each gonna share a little bit about how finances and debt related to their career
2: and their story, right, Mark? Right. Well, and if you want to hear the entire uh, entire interview, if you uh, have came and visited with us later than when we started, and you haven't, we will also have in the show notes the links to the entire episodes, because these are all from episodes except for... Uh, Deacon's isn't. That's an extra thing. But the other two gentlemen are from full episodes that we've done, and we'll have those links. You can go back and listen to their entire episode if you'd like to and hear more of what they had to say about their careers. But we're going to focus specifically on how their finances relate to their career because that's what we're talking about this month so that's what these clips are going to be about right right
0: right right Right. so we should probably
2: should we just jump in we should we should just jump in we're not going to dabble we're not going to be the people on the side of the pool that just dip their toes in we're going to we're going to cannonball it into this episode I'm probably gonna skydive. Can we use can dive, we use that as a shirt? I want a shirt, I want an H T Y shirt. We're cannonballing. Not canab- not cannonballing. Cannonballing. Ha ha in
0: Yeah. Not not, not okay. Reference let's, recent episodes. Let's have no confusion.
2: Alright. Just so there's no confusion. So one of the important things about your career is the fact that money is money's important in giving you options and giving you opportunities. It gives you some space. It takes away a lot of stress. Um, I used to be dumb with money.
0: So that's Joel Fortner.
2: Yeah, you'll remember. Well, maybe you won't. But if you do, you'll remember the Joel's from episode ten. Of the Happening to Your Career podcast,
1: um, you know the uh, the uh, the three series BMW that sits out front of our home today. Every day, I look at that car and it reminds me when I was stupid with money, because I bought that car at the time when I couldn't afford it. My rent went up, and then I felt insecure about the car sitting in the in the apartment parking lot. So then I had to get a garage. You know, I'm like the pig, you know, give a pig a pancake and you're going to need, you know, you need syrup and then all the all the way down the line here <laughs> and just kept blowing money. And I was going out all the time. I was single at the time, totally lived paycheck to paycheck, got the car. I'm the guy who financed his dog.
0: Yeah, I know what you're wondering. Yes, he really did finance his dog. Listen.
1: that's the puggle that i have now actually i love i love that dog um but i got her at the same time i got the car and uh and they were like well you can do you know you know three months um payments with no interest and i was like well that's a good deal so i financed my dog and i paid her off over three months time i didn't have any interest but uh but i have a dog today and that's good um she's also a reminder of Back in the day when I was done with money, I was heading down a very bad path. And then I moved to Tennessee, got a, a, a higher paying job. And then fortunately, met Mary Beth and met Chris and got exposed to Dave Ramsey and all the teachings and read all the books. And I remember standing in her kitchen one day, and I was like, where is all of my money going? Where is all my money? I make too good of money to not have any. And I was like, I'm done, and I hit that emotional point that, like, that Dave and other people talk about. You've got to get mad, you have to get emotional about it because where there's emotion, there's action. And I took action. That was the turning point for me. So how that's impacted my career is, never ever will I run a business or be a part of the business that carries that because it's poison within the organization. It's not healthy. You don't have options. You don't have space to make decisions. It limits your alternatives. That only makes it harder. Business is already hard enough. Working sometimes is already hard enough. So money is a key to keeping yourself or giving yourself options and giving yourself space.
0: So my favorite thing about that is syrup and pigs and perch <laughs> Purchasing a Puggle.
2: <laughs> I love, I love, you know, we talked about this off air, Scott, but I really, I love the the phraseology of people from the South.
0: <laughs> well, that's from a book too, right? Well, probably, pancake, but, but who knows where it, it came from before just sounds funnier that. when you have
2: Joel's accent with it. <laughs> it's perfect. I expect him to continue. <laughs> and he's going to want syrup. And then he's gonna want this. And then he's gonna want this. No, I, you know, I, I really liked it, and I think he makes a, a really good. Um, I think he paints the picture really well of how. When you, when you have debt, how it snowballs the bad way. I mean, you know, Dave Ramsey talks about the debt snowball, but the, this is the bad way, and that's exactly what he's getting at with that, you know, give a piggy pancake and hey, he's going to want some syrup. Um, it's the fact that, you know, you have one thing, and then it's like, oh, well, then I have to have this for it, and then, oh, I have to have this for it, and oh, yeah. I have to have this for it. So if we're not careful with our debt, you know, it completely takes over our life, and, and quite frankly, that's probably where a lot of you are, where if you look back at it, it's like, well, I didn't really want all that debt. But it started off with one thing, and you know i'm I'm guilty of it, Scott I'm sure you did the same thing um you know it's just the way our minds work. It's like, well, you know, like like Joel said, well, I had the car, so then I had to get you know i had to have a garage for it, you know, and then I had to have this for it, and then I had to have that for it, and you know before you know it, you're not in control of your life anymore, you know your life is controlled by all of these different debts you have,
0: and everybody thinks that they are careful with their debt. Until afterwards, <laughs> so that, that so you know it's the key to giving you a headspace. But isn't this kind of challenging when you're used to spending money and you're and you're justifying it?
3: We went from that survival to success very quickly, and I've always been the spender of the
2: family. Yeah, that was that's uh, Matt Schaub, and Matt was on the show back in, what episode was that? I oh, think it, it was. Episode 24 is where that's at. But as you listen to this clip, we're going to, have to play the rest of that clip, and as you listen to it, uh, pay attention to Matt's comments about what would have happened if he hadn't got his finances in order when his business started taking off and he started making more money.
3: Yeah, it's a uh, debt... Debt to any degree, whether it's a, a small, medium, large amount of, of you know, you're you're really tied to whoever you owe that money to. And I I got to a point. It was you know 2005 when we started the business. We didn't have a lot of money, and we went from that survival to success very quickly. And I've always been the spender of the family. Uh, and uh, Emily's always been the real you know the, the opposite of that. She was the the saver and the penny pincher. And we've both leveled each other out, but we got to a point in business and you know, late 2006, early 2007, where we had significantly increased the income coming in. And if I would have continued just, just the spending habits and the lifestyle habits that I had, you know, I would have been more and more in debt. So that was when I just plugged in and, and got hooked up with Dave Ramsey and his teachings and books and podcasts. And uh, we, we set some goals and followed his steps. And uh, we're, in a, we're in a way better spot than... Uh, than we were before, and we're always continuing to, to to push further. And, you know, one of the cool things about that is once you get to a point where you don't owe uh, money to, to people, you can really start, you know, using your money to, to leave a legacy. More on leaving a legacy later. But now back to
2: Mark. So, Scott, I think Matt brings up a great point. And that yeah. point is that. People think a lot of times, and I know I'm guilty of this sometimes, I'll catch myself thinking this, that if if I could just make a whole bunch more money, I wouldn't have any problems. Oh, yeah. That's the key to everything, right? Yeah. You know, if I just made a whole bunch of money, I wouldn't have any debt. I wouldn't have these things. But really, if you're honest with yourself, if you don't get this lined out now, you're going to have the exact same problem. You're just going to multiply it by a bigger income. And, you know, we we joked about that last week when we were talking about, you know, in our intro where we talked about how the the key to your career is uh, winning the lottery. Well, it is, but isn't it? We already covered that. Oh, Scott. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I forgot. Not. But the point is, I mean, these are all people that thought that way. They, you know, got millions of dollars from the lottery, but their habits went with them. And that habit was spend more than you earn. And all of a sudden they're in debt again and they're bankrupt. And And it's really sad to watch lottery winners go through that, you know. But that that really is the key. And I think that's the big takeaway from that clip from Matt is the fact that do it now. Get your finances in order now. Figure out how to spend less than you earn now. And then as you, you know, move to a different job or move to a different career where you're, you know, increasing your income, you'll be prepared to do that and not just be prepared to, you know, multiply your your debt along with your income. So that, that, makes, that makes perfect
0: sense. But what about if I do want to be a millionaire? You know, do those rules change for debt?
4: Well, I think what a lot of people think about is if I want to be a millionaire, uh, I have to invest and, in, you know, and make a ton of money on, you know, the next IPO or whatever it is, right? Really, the secret to being a millionaire is spending less than you make.
0: That's Deacon Hayes. He's a finances guy that also has his own show about helping people in their careers and finding their dream jobs called Well Kept Wallet.
4: So what I do is financial coaching, and it's a little bit different than financial planning, where uh, you know planning deals more with investments. I deal with more how do you put together a budget, how do you structure your debt in a way to pay it off in a short period of time. Um, so I really do you know like one on one. Let's get into you know the nitty gritty, the details of. What is your situation and what are your goals and then how do we get you there? That's that's kind of the nuts and bolts of what I do.
0: So here's another take on how debt affects your career.
4: Yeah. So when people are in debt, they're just stressed out uh, a lot of times. I mean, I know from personal experience um, and you're, you're limited, you're restricted, right? You can't do certain things because you have an obligation to pay back these debts. And so uh, really eliminating that debt gives you freedom, gives you flexibility, less stress. Um, it's just an amazing feeling. And not only the feeling, but it gives you the freedom to do what you want to do in life. So um, that's really uh, you know, why I love doing it, because... I experienced that freedom firsthand and love helping other people do the same.
0: So what does Deacon really mean by that freedom?
4: He's got
0: an interesting story himself. Let's listen.
4: You know, so, uh, you know, we had the 52 grand doing the wood flooring when I was doing wood flooring sales. Um, When I started doing financial planning, we were on that tail end of paying that off. So... Um, really I think the month or the second month that I started, we had paid off all 52 grand in debt. So, you know, and I had a, it was actually a salaried position. So I went from this commission only to salaried position. Um, so that salaried position gave us some flexibility to save up about a nine month emergency fund. Um, and on top of that, we were actually expediting the payment of our uh, our mortgage, right? So we were paying down our mortgage. So during this process, you know, we went from having like, a, I think it was like $1,600 a month mortgage and having 52 grand in debt down to, hey, we have no debt outside of the mortgage. And the mortgage was down to like, $100,000. Um, and it was an adjustable rate. So our payment was like 700 bucks a month. So, you know, so we went from this very limiting, um, you know, debt uh, mound experience to, you know, not having as much debt um, and having a lot of cash flow to where we could save up and um, put us in a position to where, hey, I could quit my job. I've got income coming in on the side already while I was working uh, through my blog, Well Kept Wallet. I think and the, the month that I quit, I had $2,000 uh, coming in from online revenue. And I was like, oh my gosh, Like without this debt and with this, this income coming in, if I can continue to improve this, and it, I mean, this is a no brainer. Let's quit.
2: So one of the things that's that's really neat that Deacon says that I liked was the fact that he ties your debt to, um, it it limits you and it creates obligations. You're obligated to pay these debtors, basically. Um, And I think that's really important because it really does create those obligations that keep you from being able to change your career or change your job because you have to be quote-unquote responsible and pay all of these debts.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny, though, is with the... (laughs) <laughs> With no debt, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Oh, wait, not that type of funny. Oh. Maybe interesting, but I'm, what's I'm like, what's I'm the what's N-T-Y-C interesting? Laugh track. Sorry. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he gets paid extra. What for is that. interesting, Scott? Well, I think it's interesting that it works the opposite way too. It really, it really does. If you have no debt and you have a bunch of money and wealth, then you have a different type of obligation, right? You get also mm-hmm. a different type of freedom. And then that means that you could do things for your career and your life that you didn't even think about. Here's Matt Schaup again talking about leaving a legacy and his legacy that he wants to leave behind. In
3: Leave an Impact, we actually started a scholarship at CSU. I, I fell in love with study abroad and with uh, the country of Spain. So we actually founded an endowment scholarship at uh, CSU, my, my college. And uh, we have sent six or seven kids to Spain over the past wow five years. So that's that's been really cool. That's something that's going to live on beyond our name forever I mean as long as CSU is there that scholarship will be there and that's that's really cool and I'd encourage any listener I mean to be able to do that um, versus you know spending spending your life owing and, and paying and making payments it's that, that's a, that's a big way that we can impact
2: love 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 that clip and the reason is because we want you to be able to leave a legacy we want you to do work that you love do great work do things that really really you're passionate about and when you're doing that that allows you to leave a legacy that allows you to um, leave a legacy within what you're doing for work but it also allows you to do things like matt's talking about it allows you to start a scholarship fund for something that you're passionate about, or, um, you know, spend time helping out other people or, or helping with a, helping with a, um, you know, a cause that you care about. And those are the things that having no debt, having that freedom and moving to work that you love combined together, allow you to do, you really can make a difference in the world. You can leave a legacy and I promise you, you're going to be happier if you're doing that. What do you think, Scott?
0: I think that's, that's perfect. I, th- I think I you know and I've seen that in in my career too and as I talked to all of these other different people that have that really are doing work that they want to do and leaving their legacy and you know, really leaving their impact on the world. And you know, this is one commonality that pops up again and again. They've got control of their finances and that area of their life. So, yeah, just do it. Next week on the show, we're going to talk about how to actually do that. How do you build a financial transition plan to accomplish your dream? We spent this entire episode you know, telling you more about the why, and it's been
2: more from an inspiration standpoint. Right, Mark? Absolutely. But, you know, it's you know, we talked a lot about earlier um, in a, f- a few episodes, we've talked about that, that plan of, you know, what do you want to do and how do you get there? Um, but I think it certainly is an important component that we talk about that financial part, you know, and and we're going to go over things like, you know, how do you, you know, project what you're going to need and how do you, you know, have conversations with your spouse and those types of things, because that's all an important part to making sure that you're successful in this financial part so you can actually move towards your dream. So I'm looking forward to it. it I think it'll be perfect. So here's here's
0: a little pretext to that. We want to talk about the how, you know, how to actually build that financial transition plan. One of the resources that has been really, really good that yeah, I I just love. It's the weirdest career book ever. Mm-hmm. Is uh, Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover, which if you guys go to our resources page and click on that, it'll take you right to Amazon link so that you can purchase that. So there's there's your homework. Yeah, go That's ahead it. and and uh, and do that. And if you do it through our resources page, we'll get a we'll get a teeny tiny, next to nothing commission. But it doesn't uh, cost you anymore. It doesn't cost you anymore, and that helps us help you. So there's there's, there's yeah. See you next week. See you next week. Episodes produced by HTYC
2: Media. You'll see when I get Got done. it. I trust. That you still co- works. I trust you completely. All right. So Unless we're not stepping off cliffs or walking on fire. Nope, not yet. <laughs> Maybe we're getting. We're working up to it. Did see, you sneak? Did you sneak a look at episode fifty? What are you doing? How come you know about the walking off a cliff? And trust falls. Right. Trust. False That's too. right. That's right. Um, uh, Are you doing that? I am now. Okay, go for it. Hey,
0: if you're still listening at this point, we know that you're one of the HTYC faithful, so we really appreciate it. And here's something a little extra special. We wanted to say thank you. From the bottom of our hearts, we really appreciate it. You've helped make this podcast and company what it is today. So thank you very much. And we'd really appreciate if you... If you enjoyed this format, or even if you didn't enjoy it, drop us a line on email, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest, wherever you can find us. In all those places, we'd really appreciate your feedback. And if you did like it, go ahead and share it. And in fact, why don't you drop on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a rating and review so that we can get to other people out there and help get them to work that they love too. Thanks again. Let us know how we can add value to you.